0: Hi, Ashlyn. Hi, Haley. Welcome
1: back. Welcome back. How was your day? What did you do today? I was productive and I am painting my kitchen cabinets myself and not paying a professional to do it. Wow. Look
0: at you. I would never.
1: I simply do not
0: exist in the labor specter.
1: Yeah, I'm not even close to being done. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would do half a cabinet and then be like, you know what? this feels like an issue for fall Ashlyn
1: mm.
0: and then fall would come around and I'm like but what about winter Ashlyn she's gonna be cooped up and then it would just be a vicious cycle
1: yeah I've already like done enough of it though to where like I can't stop
0: <laughs> it would look weird that's fair honestly me myself and I see my house and quite frankly I'm okay if it looks a little weird <laughs> oh yeah that's true that's true I also what was your day what did dreams? you do my, oh, um, I worked because I don't have the summers off like some mm. people. Um, and I went to pick my dad up from his appointment, and then brought him here, and now we're doing this.
1: Nice, so not necessarily productive, but yeah. Well, we could have done this yesterday, but Ashlyn told me ahead of time that she could not record until late on Monday night. Because she was going to meet a friend that was in from out of town. Uh, Me being the old person that I am, I was in bed by 940. So this homegirl did not text me. And now it is Tuesday. And this literally comes out tomorrow. And we are recording it now. Because also, Ashlyn didn't even meet up with that friend. She just forgot about us. So I
0: am the worst. And I'm so sorry. Um, But this is going to be super fresh. People are going to be like, OMG, this was literally recorded yesterday. And it was, it was, it is, it is the 27th of June today.
1: Yeah. So I know it's been a whole month, but just to recap, we did read Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. We did. And it is such a good book.
0: This is probably topping the charts for this year.
1: Yeah, and I don't exaggerate. You know how, how crazy I am about giving out five stars to books.
0: And I do exaggerate. but
1: <laughs> Yeah, so um, if you haven't read it yet, guys, Icebreaker is a college romance about a hockey player and a figure skater being forced to share the ice rink. And last month, I compared this because I had not read it yet. I compared it to Step Up with Channing Tatum. Where, like, he is forced to be her partner and like, dance. It is not the same. It it is, like, at one point, they do partner up together to help her practice. But, like, he does not have to become a figure skater. So, I was deceived. It would be funny if they did, though. I know. I was deceived a little bit. But it was still an, an amazing book. And there is on ice and off ice chemistry. So. Indeed. So I have nothing ahead. Ahead. That was a
0: great, that was a great
1: synopsis. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what it is. Um. So Ashlyn, why don't you go ahead and tell us your overall book rating and your spice rating? Y'all,
0: did I mention this book is topping the charts of this year for me? This is a five out of five overall. And this is a five out of five on the spice scale. Because listen, I was between a four and a five um i was i kind of ended on quite like like i really ended on like a 4.5 um
1: for spice well, or overall
0: spice okay. specifically but i did land on a 5 because quite frankly there are lots of sexy scenes in this some more descriptive than others but there are roughly six very descriptive scenes before you hit page 300 <laughs> So, uh, and all of that to say the first scene is eight pages long. So, yes, I gave it a five on the spice scale. Haley, what would
1: you rate this book? I completely agree with your ratings. This is a five out of five overall. Probably one of the top, like, five books I've read this year so far. And probably will remain in the top five for the rest of the year. And then the spice, it was chef's kiss chef's kiss wonderful like not not too much it's i mean it was very graphic but it was very well written Mm -hmm. it was not just like sex without a plot
0: true that Because
1: there's a fine line between a smut novel and a romance novel with extra spice true that your dad will do by
0: katie robert love her that there's no blood there's no that is smut that is there is that is erotica to its core this is a true plot, a true storyline, I'm here for
1: it. Yeah, so that's why, like, I don't classify this as smut. I classify this as a good romance novel that's very spicy. Yes. So, yeah, those are our ratings. So if you have not read this book yet and you don't want any spoilers, then please stop here, go read the book, and then you can come back. But if you don't care about spoilers, then... (laughs) Sorry, Ashley and I are on Zoom <laughs> and her camera is all sorts of messed up right now. What? Okay. okay, if you <laughs> don't care about spoilers, then you can stick around and listen to us talk about this book.
0: Or, highly, highly suggest that if you haven't read it, don't even listen. Just go read it and come back because literally you will not regret it. Yeah. I am not partial to sports romances. I went yeah. into this thinking I'm not going to be into a sports college romance cuz I'm all for academia, but I'm big on student teacher, not necessarily two students because gross, where's the fun in that? There's no taboo, but I was wrong. This mm-hmm. book phenomenal. Again, chef's kiss, highly recommend go read it, then come back. So here's our Oh, wait.
1: Our oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Triggers. Triggers, I wrote them down. Okay, so just so if you haven't read it yet and you want to know triggers, Ashlyn did make a list.
0: I did make a small list because there are not a lot. There, This book does not have a lot of triggers. Which yeah, it's not
1: good. a super crazy.
0: Yes. Um, there is a toxic food relationship if you have any sort of eating disorder and or are triggered by such. There is some pretty intense but well put There's some manipulation. There's Mm -hmm. not, it's not overbearing, but it is there. Um, And there's also toxic relationships outside of the main couple. Um, And I'll
1: say the manipulation is outside of the main couple. So if you're worried about the main guy trying to be manipulative, it's not him. It's not him. But there is manipulation. There is toxic relationships and it's not with the main guy.
0: Correct. And those awesome. are the triggers.
1: Yeah. So overall, pretty tame compared to what we normally read. Um yes. And we still read it a five out of five. So is now out? here's the chance for you to stop listening yes. and go go read the book. Um, from here on out, though, we are going to start getting into it. Ashlyn, I want to start in, like, act one area. Just so we can kind of talk about the buildup. Okay. Act one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, you like, can... books are split into into, like, Three acts usually, sometimes sure, like unofficially, people, yeah. Yeah, unless
0: it's the silent patient, which is quite literally, it's just three parts. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes. Act
0: one. Tell me your thoughts.
1: Okay. Um, I really liked that our sweet girl Stassi. I called her Stassi in my head. Her I name her Stassi. It's Anastasia. Yeah, but she knew exactly what she wanted mm-hmm. um, from men. She mm-hmm. had those boundaries, healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. didn't lead anyone on. her and Ryan, when you texted me and you were like, "How are we supposed to not like Ryan?" I totally agreed because their dynamic. he literally never pushed her outside of what she wanted. Like they were mm-hmm. a no strings attached. We're just gonna get our needs done and like hang out as friends. I thought it was really good that like she, you know, she knew what she wanted. It wasn't toxic. It was just like we are good friends and we're gonna sleep together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Precisely. And I love, I, I'm not big on like the damsel in distress and like the not like very mm-hmm. frail, uh, you know, FMCs, female main characters for those that don't know the acronyms. Um, I'm not big on them not having a personality and not knowing like what they want and where they stand. So the fact that Stasi was so determined and did exactly like you said had those boundaries she was like i'm not getting into a relationship ryan was man enough to respect that and i love him for it even though it was very clear that he wanted more yes and he didn't push her Mm -hmm. and it was i i said this i said this to Haley uh via text but i was like i want to read more about hannah grace the author because she really just she did it well but yes i agree Well, and
1: our friend said that hannah grace has another book coming out yes and i'm i have not researched it but like based on this book you best bet i'm i'm gonna be getting her next book top of the tv Uh, yes so i want you to tell me your thoughts on erin in the beginning
0: i wrote down all of the characters in order that they appeared Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh and i put little acronyms beside them uh Nathan has a book boyf um <laughs> and Aaron is scribbled out because I immediately hated him. <laughs> um I was like, wow, I think he's definitely going to be the antagonist of this book and boy was I right. <laughs> I hated him every step of the way. There was never a redeeming quality for me.
1: TBH, I really thought Aaron was gay. I sort of Yeah, the way he was written, but then like it came out later that he actually liked this girl, and I was like, okay, it was very
0: weird. And like it was hinted at multiple times that he wanted Stasi, which obviously was not mutual. Um, yeah, because why would you when she has perfect Nathaniel? But, um, yeah, no, I, I hated him, sorry, but I, but that speaks to Hannah, the author, because she wrote someone that i hated so much (laughs) that i was like this guy could die in a hole and i wouldn't be upset about him
1: so in in act one though i was just kind of like eh take it or leave it like i did not like how he spoke to her or like you know joked around with her but i was like okay maybe he's just supposed to be like the out there no filter friend um yeah i was turned off i I was like, even if you are the out
0: there, no filter friend, you're making Stassi and others feel uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I'm out. I don't like it.
1: I mean, it, he, he um, went downhill real fast, though, in my book, you know, if, if you read the book, then you definitely know why, because he is a little um, shithead. But <laughs> hashtag manipulation and toxic. <laughs> toxic. Yes. But the other roommate was Lola. And Lola,
0: 10 out of 10. Like, best friend.
1: Best friend. Yes. Lola was amazing. And I love that even though she did not like that Olivia was getting those parts in this in the college play, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, just let me bitch and moan. But then she was like, of course, she's a great actress. That's why she's getting the roles. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, she had respect for her peers, which I respect for her. Yeah. Even if she didn't like them, she was still going to cheer them on. And I respect that a lot. hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes you just made a face.
0: Sorry I'm going through my quick I tabbed this book as well for those readers but I'm I'm getting more into the tabbing and I am toning down. Um, if you remember I think I had something like an ungodly like 100 tabs on my first book which was unnecessary and I've really I've really I've really worked on myself and realized that why why was I doing that? It was Literally taking me twice as long to read a book because I was tabbing so much. um And I was just flipping through some of my tabs. I have uh one specifically for things that I loved, and I just saw one and it was a sexy scene. Oh. I smiled to myself. But I remember distinctly, I had one of them. I tabbed one of them saying it was a quote by Lola, but I can't remember what she said or where it was in the book. So sorry i'm unprepared here
1: that's okay um we also you know of course we meet nathan in the first book as soon as you find that quote about lola we can definitely go back but just to keep talking um we meet nathan in the first act and he immediately comes off as someone who is like your ride or die kind of person Mm -hmm. like he's the captain of the hockey team and immediately like he truly cares about his team to the point where he needs to make sure that they are all in line, like not messing around, not going to get the team in trouble, you know, under the previous captain's rule, there was like a lot of shenanigans and stuff. And, uh, he immediately took up for Russ when it was Russ's fault that the ice rink was messed up the hockey rink. And, um, he like, even though he could have told, uh, Robbie, like his best friend, about it. Like he told nobody. He wouldn't even told like tell Stassy when she was like, "Do you know what happened?" And he had Russ's back. And so I just I think that that immediately told you the kind of character that he was going to be like right yes. from the get go.
0: Yes, I mean he has some real integrity. Like this man is. I'm not kidding when I say book boyfriend, like he's really setting that uh, unrealistic standard too high because yeah. I was like, okay, first off, and I'm sure we'll probably get further into this, but like the amount of communication that they have between each other, mm-hmm. literally, I crave that. Secondly, he's so supportive with everything that she does. He does judge every once in a while, but like we're humans. And quite frankly, the judging was of. <laughs> yeah, warranted. I was like, well, he is trying to save you from Aaron, so quite frankly, I'm on his side. Um, but there were, yeah. I mean, overall, he he really knows how, and he was a great captain. Like mm-hmm. even from taking the fall for what happened, even and then you learn later a whole different story. But like he was there for his team, and his team backed him a thousand percent, and it sh- It it really shined through, and I love that.
1: Yeah, and I think that the way they met is different from how normal like school academia books have the meat cutes because it was not a meat cute it was she's livid that the hockey team is now going to be using their ice rink and she's not having any of this like he was trying to charm her and she said hell no this is your fault f off <laughs> yes um this is the epitome
0: of a enemy's friends lover's
1: like with a really gonna, good progression
0: a very very good pro- like they definitely i shouldn't say they stassi hated nate in the beginning mm-hmm. not for a really great reason i mean to be fair she didn't really have a lot of proof with the reasons that she hated him but she just hated him that they were sharing that whole situation and the rank yeah. and whatnot um but their progression it was phenomenal i i realize i'm not a huge fan always of enemies to lovers because sometimes it just feels a little unrealistic but the enemies friends to lovers mm-hmm. I was here for it
1: yes and I love when the guy falls first yes which he very much did like even though yes. he tried to say he didn't have feelings for Stassy, like he he did and when Henry got in her good graces because oh, he Henry, loves baby sweet Henry. baby boy Henry um, When he got in her good graces and they were like biffles, Nate was so jealous and I loved it because it was an innocent jealousy. Yeah, We knew exactly. that there was nothing that was going to happen between Henry and uh, Stacy, but Nate was still like, bro, stop. Yeah.
0: And can we just quickly say how freaking precious Henry is as a character? Because oh he, gosh, yes. this little sophomore baby child love him and then he keeps uh, he keeps all of these things in his uh, in his room yes! bathroom that women may need if they stay over i'm like how fucking thoughtful for a what 20 year old
1: Is that old? 19 20 yeah
0: i'm like this little child is perfect i love him
1: mm-hmm. i love him honestly i would i would read a book about him so fast if she makes this into like a college series same i i would do it i would
0: Um, also read a book about robbie and lola to be fair i would read a book about any of them yes
1: because robbie like that was such a a small detail that she kind of threw in there like she did not say that he was wheelchair bound in the beginning she made a, a a comment about how they needed a ramp for robbie in the house and like she did not outright say it and i was like hang on i was like is robbie in a wheelchair is robbie not on the hockey team like i'm confusion and it was just very subtle at first and then they started talking more and more about it i really liked it because it like it showed him as still like a normal college student like getting the girl having fun being a participating character not someone to like feel sorry for because he didn't feel sorry for himself
0: Yes, no, I completely agree. And it brings a whole nother light that I just, this is one thing that I genuinely love about writers and reading. You can write these things however your brain wants them to. There are no guidelines. There's no rules. There's no restrictions. You can write whatever your imagination comes up with. And the fact that Hannah decided to write this disabled love story in the background, but still there, just basically saying that like there is, no difference between mm-hmm. our main couple who are able-bodied and our side couple who one is abled and one is disabled and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that they have the same love the same love story and I love that more than mm-hmm. I can physically say because it just shines an even more welcoming accepting light of all people that I think the world needs more of nowadays
1: yeah I think we talked about this beforehand where this book it just hits so many big topics too yes. in a very subtle like natural way like mm-hmm. even just throwing in there about JJ being pansexual and his parents mm-hmm. supporting him the hockey team not having an issue with it at one point in the book he told uh, Nate he was like well I wish a guy would just buy me flowers yes jj flowers flowers. (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's not like an in your face kind of thing but like it's just so subtle and natural in the book yes like this is how people live too you know like it's eye-opening if you don't have those kinds of people in your life that you see how they live every day to have it kind of in a book experience where you can just read about it i felt like it was it was eye-opening to me too just all these different people yeah
0: Yes, I would agree. And not to mention, so like they obviously touch a lot on just communication in general, therapy, Mm -hmm. as we've said before, we're big advocates here of therapy, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, big on consent. And it wasn't in your face sort of of consent. It was very subtle, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, listen... I could rant and rave all day about how well Hannah wrote this. Yeah. But those, those three things alone for me would have given it five stars if it was well done. And it was, Yeah, I'm like the fact that it was in the book, it was prevalent and it was well done. So
1: <clears throat> because we read a lot and we read a lot of books that like toe the line on consent and non-consent. And you know, if you've listened to us enough, you know, Ashley and I don't really have that many triggers. If any, just I very small. That and so we've read a lot but for a book that highlights this is a consensual relationship like we're not doing any of that like dubious consent they had already slept together and he still would not sleep with her another time when she was drunk because he said that she could not give him consent when she was drunk and i was like even though they kind of had that established sexual relationship he was not going to take advantage of her in that state even though she was she was wanting something. She was, she, yeah. Yeah. But, but he, I respect
0: that genuinely. Yeah. I mean, he because laid he his boundary
1: and yeah, you can't give consent when you're drunk, which is totally true. And I think that people need to realize that.
0: I think that needs to be reiterated a hundred times over for many, many, many people.
1: You can't, um, consent but
0: while drunk. You cannot give consent with any alcohol under any influence ever. Yeah. <laughs> any influence you are. That is not consent. Um, also, the fact that there was no third act breakup. We've said it before. We'll say it again. It's my favorite trope. No third act breakup. They did not break up. We skipped to the third unrealistic. act. Unrealistic. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm just, the whole second I'm, act. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just mentioning things right now. As yes. I love the book that I thoroughly enjoyed. And that was one of them.
1: I, I did enjoy that too. Because this book... I, I told you it really reminded me of the deal by L. Kennedy, which we covered previously on this podcast, and I really loved that. Garrett was a great book boyfriend, but they had a third act breakup.
0: Yep, Nathan takes the cake.
1: Yeah, and so Nathan kind of pulled ahead because it was very similar. Like they were like mild enemies to friends to lovers, and Garrett was a super great boyfriend. Like highlighted consent before anything, but it Nathan just he was just that and a little more. <laughs> so good, he was a lot more He yeah. He's a lot more. He's I mean, I I want to go to a stars a Dallas Stars game. I need to see what these look like in life.
0: All right, I have not been to a Dallas Stars game in like two years, and I, it's time. Yeah, granted, the last time I went slash mostly the only times I've gone were in a box so it's gonna be a lot different for me um, to just like get regular peasant
1: seeds wow okay Not peasant seeds but you know well also apparently like the stars are actually kind of good at hockey girl the stars <laughs> are freaking good I mean I had why no idea go? I was like we are literally in an excessive heat wave right now it is 105 at my house um so for a hot state like Texas, I was just not anticipating us having a good hockey team.
0: You would think, but also I would say at least 85% of the team is not from Texas.
1: Oh, okay. is also
0: not from the U.S.
1: Ah, great. <laughs> so, I love it even more.
0: It's just a really fun thing. But yeah, no, I will listen. Next time you want to a, a, you go to a game, I'm, I'm here. Take me. Cool, cool, cool. Matt probably won't go, right? No, I'll he go. won't
1: go. Great. So uh, back to the book right um i just don't even know what i want to talk about next i'm (laughs) moving i'm moving into act two because a lot happens a A lot lot happens with their relationship and nate is really good about like towing that line between like being pushy and just like showing his interest in her Mm -hmm. and um like, he got on the probation period with her, and then she, he was on her shit list and, like, all this stuff. And he was like, well, am I number one on your shit list? Just, you know, stuff like Very that. cute
0: banter. Cute mm-hmm.
1: banter, but not quite, like, pushing her. Like, he – I think he understood the social cues, and he would have backed off if she was like, bro, leave me alone.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: But we get to the part where Aaron – is so jealous of the amount of time that she spends with Nate as opposed to Ryan, like was not jealous about Ryan, but is jealous about Nate.
0: Yeah. I, I don't disagree. And I never really understood why, like I like, there's not a huge difference. Ryan was on the basketball team. It's not like he wasn't a jock. Like he, I can't figure out why he was more accepting of Ryan than he was of Nate. And like, what did Nate ever do to him? Was there ever any sort of backstory? Did I miss it? Was there any sort of like bad blood beforehand that we no. didn't know about? No, I he knew of him.
1: So there was like one little section in the book where Stassi overhe- overheard some other girls talking. And they were saying that Aaron had a crush on Olivia, who is who was dating Ryan at that time. So I think... Aaron was okay with her being with Ryan because then that opened up Olivia to be free yeah. to date him. But also, I think he realized that she had no feelings for Ryan and she did have feelings for Nate. And Nate was monopolizing her time more. Yeah. I think and it was like that only child jealousy.
0: Um, Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you. I have mm-hmm. a lot of siblings, so... Um, I'm an only yeah. child but uh, yeah no I mean I I hear that and he obviously it was brought about that he did not come from a great home life his mm-hmm. parents were not in a good place his dad had cheated on his mom many many times
1: mm-hmm. so
0: I mean and they bought his love and then bought his love which mm-hmm. doesn't it's it doesn't work if anybody's listening to this money money don't buy love um, but I mean I understand why he has kind of deep seated issues but the fact that he was just so selective on taking them out on his partner <laughs> you're yeah. like hey out of literally all of the people in the world that you could be taking your frustrations out on it probably shouldn't be the person that you spend like 80% of your time with
1: right and who's like teamwork will affect your career basically correct um yeah. and then for him to show up was it the halloween party when they were at the, the thing? yeah at the club yes because she thought it was part of a halloween costume yes he showed up basically saying that nate or one of the guys purposely oh, left something in the locker room to injure him
0: oh i thought he got beat up i did not realize that
1: no yeah so he said that there was like a spill in the locker room and he slipped on it and fell on his wrist and he said that the hockey team did it as a prank right? Because they were pranksters, which to be fair, I feel like that tracks. If there's any, if
0: there's going to be a sports team that's going to be pranksters, it feels like it'd be the hockey guys. Uh, yeah.
1: But the hockey guys.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I just felt like this is a banana peel moment. Like, are you kidding me? You're really going to say that you slipped on a banana peel and you hurt yourself? Are you kidding?
1: Right. If it's a were- locker room. People shower. I'm sure that there's water all over the floor.
0: And like, they take off their sweaty clothes and drop them on the floor. Like there's a, there are a lot of fluids all over locker rooms that I have no interest in knowing about, but like, maybe proceed with caution, Aaron, maybe, maybe just like also don't blame everybody else for your problems.
1: And I really think that the school and the hockey coach did not handle it. Well, they They had no proof whatsoever. They immediately placed blame and they forced Nate's hand.
0: Yes. And the coach, whose name I did not write down because I'm dumb, uh, the hockey coach, he had specifically said, if nobody comes forward, no one's playing. And then later it was brought out that the head of the athletics department didn't know that that was an ultimatum that the coach had given. Oh, he was I
1: think like, I missed that.
0: Yeah. He was like, I didn't realize that he was going to bench all of you mm-hmm. <laughs> for this if nobody came forward. So thank you for taking the fall. But it was I agree. They did not handle it well. There was basically no investigation done. Not to say mm-hmm. that there really needed to be an investigation
1: per se, but, but like to have that drastic of an ultimatum and agreed. you have no proof that they were even involved.
0: Agreed. And now all of a sudden it's six weeks out, eight weeks out, however much it was. And I'm like, are you kidding? Are yeah. you kidding? And Nate, we all know is a perfect child. He is our perfect book boyfriend, and he would never. Yeah. He even was the one that said we need to put a stop to pranking, guys.
1: And even the hockey coach didn't believe him. He was like, I know you didn't do it, but you told me that you did it. So my hands are tied. I was like, don't do anything.
0: Right. I'm just glad that he didn't, because he's a true person with great integrity. He did not push it off on Russ or anybody else. Right. If, like if anyone's going to take the fall for it, it's going to be me because I'm the captain. And mm-hmm. I was like,
1: Even wow. though it could have jeopardized his NHL career. Yeah. I mean, he, he are was already signed, it. but yeah. they
0: could have easily pulled it.
1: Yeah, if he, like, got into trouble, like, his senior year, they would have been like, mm, you're too much of a liability, bro. We'll find someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but when that happened, I think it really showed you how much Stassy was already starting to care for Nate because she was distraught when she thought that he had sabotaged oh, Aaron.
0: Absolutely. Because he, okay, he did lie. To be fair, he did lie twice, but not for... Not for nothing. They were good reasons. And she had thought he, I think this was one of the times where she specifically said, you told me you had nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. He wasn't lying. But when it took the fall and she freaked out about it, it was another lie to her. Which somebody who's been through therapy a lot, I can understand why she'd be like, this is a red flag. The fact that you're lying to me now twice is a red flag.
1: But she did meet with her therapist after this happened. And again, Hannah, kudos. She wrote a dialogue between a patient and a therapist so well. Mm -hmm. So well with like those open-ended questions. And it really kind of helped you see into Hannah's mind more, but also it helped Hannah problem solve on her own and come to those like conclusions on like herself And then she was able to make the decisions to like see him also felt really bad that Nate has migraines because I have migraines and I've never blacked out. I have thrown up before, but I was like, Holy crap. Like that sounds miserable. I can, I can feel that pain in my head. Yeah. When he was going through it, I was like, Oh my God, Haley gets these.
0: I was like, (laughs) I simply would never, I would just pass away. I can't, I would never, I can't, I'm a baby with a headache. If you put a migraine in me, I'm, I'm done for I mean, I was
1: throwing up in school one day with a migraine.
0: Absolutely not. I don't know. How <laughs> well, to do I had it middle is,
1: school kids right. coming in like, I don't feel good. I was like, neither do I. <laughs> yeah, you're like, suck it up. They're like, turn um, the lights off? Because I have a migraine. <laughs>
0: I did not realize also, and I, to be fair, didn't. I'm not a medical professional and I didn't Google it. But I didn't realize that like a migraine could give you that bad of a symptom. I thought he was genuinely dying. I was like, no.
1: is something seriously wrong and that's why like, a lot of people say oh I'm, I'm having a migraine and I'm like are you though are you having a migraine or are you having a headache because there's a big difference like a migraine will give you like s- other symptoms like you've seen me before when like I can't even keep my eyes open and I like have ice packs on my head and I've already taken all my medicine and like nothing's helping like that's my migraine and I feel sick to my stomach like I'm gonna vomit People say I'm having a migraine and it's a headache. So I think that that's where like the disconnect is. And I'm like, yes. have you been diagnosed with migraines? No. Okay. But you're having a headache. <laughs> that's why I tell kids because kids are like, oh, I'm having a migraine. I'm like, where did you hear that? You <laughs> you're just you thinking that? it's the worst, but it's not. Right. But I do have some kids that have migraines, like diagnosed migraines at school. And I'm like, I feel you kids. I feel you. Do you want to lay down? <laughs> right. Do you want me to just call your parents? Do you want to go home? <laughs> So, yes, um, yeah, that that was a legit migraine, like that sounded like a miserable migraine for Nate. I mean, the fact that he passed out, I was like, mm-hmm. and then Stacy held his head in her lap, even though she was so mad at him, she was also really worried about him, yeah, because he's perfect, and she mm-hmm. already loved him. She didn't say it, but she already loved him, yeah she, they were they were in love so early, like so long before right? they
0: actually realized it. I'm just glad it wasn't necessarily an insta love, but yeah, I mean they yeah, they oh yeah way before they said it I was like y'all I don't know if you're (laughs) seeing this but I'm seeing this
1: you in love (laughs) um and then after that oh that's when Nate when Nate was her partner for figure skating
0: okay can we just real quickly talk about how she tried so hard to get him in leopard (laughs) leggings and then he came out and Brady the coach was like absolutely not you gotta put (laughs) shorts on I was like Oh, he well in down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, can you imagine seeing a college senior coming out in leopard tights and you're like, excuse
1: me? Honestly, when they basically said his dick was too big for leggings, it made me think of that Henry Cavill picture that you sent to our group chat of his magazine cover. Henry, he does things to me. Oh, my gosh. If y'all, okay, if you have not seen this um, magazine cover of henry cavill what magazine is it? ashlyn is it men's health
0: i feel like it was hold please i can look it up real
1: quick he's literally in nothing but underwear and by underwear i mean like the tightest little briefs rolling Rolling stone stone. Mm -hmm. oh my gosh man i hope i can photoshop this picture but like that's a big package that's like some great sweatpants worthy package.
0: Man, this is also, just for the record, how I pictured Nate. This is how I picture all of my boyfriends. Yes. All of them. My Henry both boyfriends Capel. are Henry Cavill. Um, and the fact, this is not related, but also related. The fact that they had a big size difference and <gasps> and that he had a big dick. I was like,
1: you're going to destroy him? Like, Also, okay, sorry, going back to act one when she was like super impatient about them getting off the rink and she was like yelling at them and they wouldn't get off the rink. So she just went out there herself and he was trying to keep up with her and he just freaking grabbed her like she weighed nothing to get her off the ice. Right then and there, I was like, oh, that boy's strong. That boy not gonna have any issues throwing her around. Like a little pipsqueak if he's huffing a puff and trying to lift this girl up.
0: That's exact and And Nathaniel said as much. He said, if Aaron's having any issues lifting you, he needs to work out
1: more. It's not you. And I was like, he said he benches more than what she weighs in his warm up. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Also, I just, okay, so if you don't know what the cover looks like it's a cartoon and i simply need more than this i'm like i need you without the hockey uniform because i need realistic pictures of what you two look like um because no there's definitely i mean he's built based on the description yeah. this picture does not do him justice he looks scrawny because the His clothes hockey look like uniforms are so baggy they are and i'm like <sighs> you know, based on his description he is he is henry cavill and uh she is a 5-4 twig because she's only been fucking eating vegetables mm-hmm. aaron um also really glad that toward the end not skipping ahead but skipping ahead that he nate put her on a better diet plan well that was and- part of Act two oh it is great so see i'm not skipping ahead when he put the on a, yeah,
1: nutrition yeah a better nutrition plan
0: yes and he i mean sports medicine <laughs> they cover all sorts of things right but um when he put her on the better nutrition and at the toward the end this is definitely act three but toward the end when he's like aaron's like you've gained weight and she's like i've gained muscle and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah fucking bitch slap him <laughs>
1: Yeah, because she didn't even realize that she had a toxic relationship with food. And it wasn't like it wasn't a big thing that I realized at first. Like I thought that she was just trying to like not eat a hamburger every day. Um, but no, when JJ started stepping in more too, and they would cook together and do healthy plans, like healthy meals, and Nate was helping figure out her macros and like all that stuff, Mm -hmm. that was a healthy supportive relationship like the the team took her in and like they they became a family unit and I loved it they really did I that was probably one of my favorite parts
0: about the whole book is that she may have lost Aaron but she gained a whole team Mm -hmm. of people who are on her team I mean and the fact that Aaron or no not Aaron JJ he was just a really great supporting character the fact that he is so diverse he's pan he was of some sort of Asian descent because they were making Thai. He was Indian. Or Indian. Okay, Indian. Indian
1: or Middle Eastern. He was something.
0: And, I mean, he, he just, he supported her, helped her learn to cook. They cooked together in the kitchen. They had a really great banter back and forth. I mean, between him and Henry. Yeah. And Robbie. But, you know, Robbie and Lola were kind of like their own little unit. Yeah. And then Henry and JJ were really the two that were there. And like then they all lived together, so they were mm-hmm. also the roommates. But I mean they I loved I loved their dynam- dynamic dynamic mm-hmm. more than I probably should.
1: But going back to um Nate learning to figure skate. Nate, yes. Mm-hmm. Can I say that it was really cute that he was actually trying to learn those moves just to be able to help her with the the jumps and the throws and that stuff? Like he he was really trying. He was.
0: I really respect, honest.
1: uh, Yes, he was. He is.
0: I I was going to say that I love him again, but I'm trying to refrain from saying it every five minutes. He was so supportive of her through the entire book. And then the fact that he was like, I'll help you. I'm benched anyway. So I might as well. And I'm like, and he, to your point, he put his all behind it. He was not half-assing anything. He wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that she got the support that she should have while Aaron is pussyfooting around with his, freaking sprained ankle or wrist or whatever and
1: i just he's so supportive of her i really wanted
0: to jump ahead but i'm not going to i'm gonna try know,
1: but we didn't even mention that aaron came back after just two weeks but then he dropped her yes she had that huge fear of even doing any of the the throws and he took her nate took her to the pool Mm mm-hmm And when he lifted her up and held her and she was so scared and he was like, no, do your worst. Try to get out of my hold. And she could not get out of his hands. I was like, Oh, oh, that's a man.
0: That's a strong man. Right. I was like, he is, he is very slowly building up her trust. But the problem is she always kind of trusted him. It was Aaron who she didn't necessarily trust. And for good measure, he's huffing and puffing because she can't, he can't lift her but at least it instilled that she was not going to be as terrified when it came to the lifts mm-hmm. um but yeah the fact that he dropped her and that basically ruined their the whole regionals was it regional they made it it through. Was not... like yeah. yeah i mean they still yeah. made it through but the fact that he dropped her during yeah. the competition like it wasn't just a practice
1: yeah it was like competition he dropped her yeah like, that was just ugh. Okay. I feel like we're close enough. What are you wanting to talk about?
0: Um, everything.
1: I specifically
0: <laughs> I specifically wanted to talk about the um
1: Oh no. Oh. I think I lost it. Okay. Well this is anticlimactic. Well, um I would like to mention that her parents are amazing. They are, and they it's really s- yeah. It's really sad that she had the like mental issue of feeling like they were going to abandon her if she wasn't perfect because she was adopted. When yes. really they're just so supportive of her, and I think that just goes to show like you may have perfect parents, and it's okay that you may not feel like you can talk to them, even though they are perfect. And that's why therapy is so great for everybody because you may have great yes. parents, and you still need therapy. <laughs> Yes.
0: And I remembered what it was that I was thinking, and it was because, and this is honestly a great time to think about it, because you're at the right place in the book where they're visiting her parents, and then they go visit his house in Colorado, Mm -hmm. and she falls through the ice that's what i was remembering and i was having a whole because poor baby henry literally oh. held a grudge against her because he thought he was going to freaking lose her and i almost cried i was like you can't do this to our baby henry our sweet baby henry he can't lose you after having just found you okay you're like you're like a sister
1: Ashlyn, nate legit resuscitated her he did, like. he did CPR. He did CPR on her.
0: You know, it's a real great thing he's in sports
1: medicine. So yeah. like this is why I I made Matt, like he's not certified, but he knows how to do CPR just because he's been around me long enough. Um, but I was like, you just never know. You never know when you're gonna need it. But this man got her out of the water and performed CPR and then drove her to an
0: ER. Oh my god. And he did it in such a way that he was clearly experienced. Like he yeah. knew not to get too close to her because he too would go through the ice. Oh my gosh. Like you yes. Could, you could tell that he was like, while he may not have had this exact experience, he was experienced enough to be like, I can't drown myself trying to save her. And yeah. I respected the
1: whole situation. And I did. Just... Sorry. You I'm just, I'm getting real amped up too. Me too. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking that Hannah either knows this kind of stuff or she did enough research to, I don't know if it's correct, the way he did it, like distributing his weight on the ice, it sounded correct. So she at least wrote it in a way that it sounded like he knew what he was doing and she knew what she was writing about. Because he was saying like he was laying flat and he was trying not to put too much weight forward. And I was like, it makes sense. But yeah, um...
0: And he stayed with her in the hospital and they snuggled on that little hospital bed. And Uh I just, I loved everything about it. And I was like, just shout out to being a good guy. Not even just a good boyfriend, but a good guy in general. Like, I have no doubt that if it were a random person, he would have done the same thing.
1: Yeah. Right. Like, even if he had, like, helped a stranger, I feel like he would have at least stayed to make sure that they were okay.
0: Yes. Also, bumping ahead not a lot, but literally a few pages. Can we also talk about how they were about to get spicy and she'd gotten out the whipped cream and everything else. And Sasha, Sasha, Nate's brother, or Nate's sister walks through the door and I'm like, oh my God, I was ready. I was amped for that scene. And then I was still like, right in the high i was like this is hysterical that this has occurred and this is their first interaction meeting
1: but then they like hit it off they became they absolutely really close did. and i think it was good that anastasia already had some kind of backstory on the dad so she wasn't Agreed. going into that meeting blind because she i think she dished it out she did no she absolutely
0: did and to that point nate's dad who i don't even know if he has a name but nate's dad very specifically toward the end said something like she's she's a strong one she reminds me of your mom and i was like nate just got his dad's approval on a girl
1: i mean not that he needed it but like right. it doesn't hurt and not that it matters because his dad's a dick but i think that that was good too for nate to know that he has found a woman who is similar to his mom Because the way that spouses have a relationship is different from how their kids see them. Yeah. So, like, the kids may not have seen that the mom was, like, so strong-willed and, like, you know, stood up for herself. They may have seen bits of it, but for the dad to be, like, you know, they're they're actually pretty similar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I did like how they highlight... Oh, also, there is mentions of cheating, which, as I feel like, Mm -hmm. another trigger. But, um, when Nate kind of... came to a realization when they had like that really brief talk in the kitchen, when he was like, I may hate my dad for what he did to my mom, but nobody hates him more than he hates himself. Yeah. It was like, it's a good realization that he had that just because I do feel like sometimes kids can really put the blame and not wrong. They're not wrong to put the blame on a parent, but you know, it's, it really kind of helped round out the picture of being like while I hate him hate you know strongly dislike him nobody will dislike him for his actions more than he does and I just think that's so realistic because it's true I mean if I were to do something wrong nobody's gonna hate me more than me so it was nice that she kind of highlighted that and it's not necessarily that he forgave his dad in any way but just highlighting that I think he's aware of that guilt.
1: yeah So, going to Anastasia's dad, though. A perfect. Her her parents are so sweet. And her mom just saying that she's so happy that she brought a guy home and she looks happy and he treats her well. And for her dad to be so excited for him, he's even said he's not a hockey guy, but he's going to tell everybody he knows that. His daughter's boyfriend is playing is gonna play for the NHL and plays hockey and, he, and he was, was gonna go down to the bar. Him. Yeah, and he was texting him during his game and like good luck. you know, I think that that also helped heal Nate a little bit because I know Robbie's dad was close to him, but to have Anastasia's dad also kind of feel fill that void of father figure for him, I think that that was so sweet and heartwarming. I was like, oh, he's gonna marry into a great family
0: he really is and we haven't gotten too deep into it but the things that Aaron said and how his parents you know her parents only got her because she's a you know they only love her because she's a skater or whatever Mm -hmm. and like she even went in her the request of her therapist again shout out to therapy she said mom and dad I don't want to talk about skating because that's all we talk about and they were like well honey we just thought like That's what we could relate to you on. We thought that's what you wanted to talk about. And they were just so accepting to be like, great. Sounds good. We won't talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. I was
1: like. (sighs) It was like a weight was lifted off her shoulders.
0: Yes. So simple to just ask for something. Like Mm -hmm. that's a good lesson for anybody to learn. If you want something, just ask for it. The worst that's going to happen is you're going to say no.
1: That's exactly (laughs) what I was just saying. What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no. Which
0: obviously would never be her parents because they're perfect in every way. Right. Right. But I agree. I definitely think it was very healin- healing for Nate to see, like, a true parental figure and how they should
1: be treating yeah. their child. Supporting with unconditional love and, yeah. Um, but, yes, let's get into Aaron and all that drama that just, like, came out of the woodworks when Henry decked him at the party. <laughs> Baby! Henry coming in for the gold.
0: I love him. Yeah, no, when because, and I love that them as a family, as a hockey team decided, let's try to shield her from the Mm -hmm. worst of it. Like she can know that these things, like that things were said, but like let's not tell her specifics. And they tried very hard to avoid it. To her point, I understand I probably too would want to know what my partner is telling all these people about me um and they did it in such a delicate way and mm-hmm. nate held her afterwards when she was breaking down because of it oh my gosh yeah the whole situation again it's just such a healthy relationship that i was like how would i ever settle for something less <laughs> this is why i'm single because <laughs> where am i gonna find somebody like that because i read books and now my expectations are so high they're unrealistically high so yeah no i Aaron is A literal piece of trash. Um, I continuously over this course of the book. Was scribbling out his name. Because I hated him
1: every time he did something. Um, I think what's worse too. Is that all this came out. And she now knows everything he said about her. And then he came crawling back. Like he was the victim. And she wasn't there for him as a friend. When he was struggling. And now they need to go to couples therapy. It's just he's the so therapist. Cute. Yeah, yeah. I'm like
0: not her therapist. Some random therapist that is partial. I mean, I there's nothing. Again, there's nothing good about Aaron. There's nothing. And and the fact that when that okay, can I skip like pretty much all the way to the end of my? Yeah, life? let's do it. Let's okay. Do it. So when they did that whole routine flawlessly, and he kissed her, and. All of the shit happened. And literally by the time Nate and Stas got back to her apartment, they, the whole team and Lola were cleaning out her, like all of their shit. I was like, that is the kind of support system you want to have behind you. Because that is, they literally were like, this is the final straw. We will not accept you to even be in this environment. And we're done. We'll find another place to live. And I i I think I cried tears of joy, just like happy tears that this was over, and that she was healing
1: and have all these this big support system behind her. I think the best part too was Lola was like, Come on guys, get that <laughs> out of that room like she was bossing the guys, the boys around um she was a hard she's got she's got a good personality, very strong, very strong, but the other thing too, with that kiss that Aaron pushed on her again, it goes into Hannah's consent stuff and she's just going to show you a kiss can be non-consensual. Even if it's in a performance like that, they didn't discuss anything ahead of time. He didn't see if she was okay with that happening. He put her on the spot. They were photographing them. And then she's distraught, like she couldn't even get away from him. She was trying to push him away and he like held that kiss. And then he was saying that she was being over dramatic and all this stuff. And Nate fucking punched him Yes. And then they had to go in front of the camera and he had an ice pack on his face. I was like, yeah, yeah that's from her hockey boyfriend. Yeah. Like,
0: it was like, just- her hockey boyfriend could have killed him if he tried hard enough.
1: Because again, there was no consent in that kiss. No. And she was not being dramatic. You know, no. that's
0: just... Uh- and the fact that they'd already been on Rocky Waters and that she very clearly is in a very established relationship with Nate. Like there's, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason where that would have been. Okay.
1: And then I think it was, Oh, it was right before that when Nate was at his game against UCLA. And it was there that he found out that Aaron actually lied about how the injury happened because he was hanging out with UCLA friends at a bonfire and fell on his wrist. Mm hmm. So it was like this whole thing was just an elaborate lie. Yeah. It still took the fall for. It was just, it wasn't like a major plot twist, but it was enough of a twist that I was like, oh, this little bitch. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I was like, obviously we have to find out at some point what actually happened. Mm -hmm. And I did expect that it had to do with obviously Aaron did something, but I didn't think it would be him injuring himself. (laughs) I thought he would have gotten beat up by other people because he's a shithead. Um, and I have to say, I think he got off way too easy in the end, having just transferred to UCLA. I was like, are you kidding me?
1: Like he lied about someone hurting him basically. And then had almost the entire hockey team benched, had the
0: captain benched for six weeks and then eight weeks, whatever that, whatever that course was. I'm like, you almost, almost cost this man his future career. Mm hmm. And all that happened to you was basically a slap on the wrist and you got transferred to UCLA. Are you kidding? Yeah. I wish there had been more, to be fair.
1: The only upside was that he wasn't there when Nate was gone. And I think that was that was the silver lining was that Anastasia still had a year left of school and Nate was gonna be in was he in Canada? Yes. Yeah. Took
0: place in yeah, it took place in LA and then he was being transferred to Canada.
1: Yeah. So, you know, he wasn't going to be just around the corner to look out for her. So I think that was the good part was aaron has gone. She has the support of Henry and like the younger guys and Lola. And then they would meet up once. Yes. It was all said and done. And the fact that she said,
0: you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to be in a couple anymore. I'm going single. And yes. She, a strong, independent woman, boss ass bitched her way in there, got a gold medal. At least one, if not more. Uh, he was a Stanley Cup winner. I mean, I was real happy
1: with that epilogue. I'm the not going to lie. Power couple. Even though she was pregnant, you hate pregnant epilogues. Honestly, I was here for it.
0: I, I, I'm i not usually, but I was like, I'm happy that they are still together. They weren't married, which I was like, okay, little black sheep, I'm here for it. Um, well, and it was a legit oopsie. It was, it was a legit oopsie because she was fucking throwing it up.
1: Yeah, she threw up her birth control and got pregnant. (laughs) Oops. Oops. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) The one time she threw it up, he was able to knock her up.
0: Very (laughs)
1: fertile. Very fertile. And well endowed and a massive
0: man. (laughs) Like, how am I supposed to compete with that?
1: (laughs) Like, how? I do. I really liked the epilogue too because they were just going to keep being together. She wasn't pushing to get engaged. I mean, they did get engaged in the epilogue, but. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was And then
0: they they moved right next to her parents, so they still had that support system to help with said child and the fur baby, which was she made it very clear that this is my first child. And I said yeah. that I respect. I respect that more than anything because Jackson will forever be my firstborn.
1: Right. Like, you know, I have the cats too, but Groot is like my baby. Firstborn. Because ba- the cats are so independent, but like my little wiener dog, he's baby.
0: Doggies are firstborn and then children are secondborn. Mm-hmm and beyond um <sighs> Haley, i love this book
1: i know it's i'm gonna just, have to read it again like it's gonna be read enough. before the end of the year yeah I, I can't say enough good things about it because not only was the romance and the spice just spot on all the little topics like hot topics that she was able to cover in such a natural way i you know i'm gonna recommend this book to everybody <laughs> Me
0: too. I have, um, for those who can't see us because you're not on our Zoom, I have a bookshelf that I keep behind me and I work from home most of the time. And I change out the books that people see on my shelf because I want to engage in conversation with these people that I only see for 30 minutes to an hour at a time. And I will switch them out on a pretty regular basis. And I am going to put icebreaker right here in front of the silent patient.
1: Wow wow only because it's been there a while
0: but yeah i I think
1: i've seen the silent patient a few
0: times you have yeah i mean it's time (laughs) i need to i need to switch them out
1: but yeah so books that you think are similar to icebreaker
0: the deal obviously yeah the
1: deal um i mean like if you're looking for a hockey romance there's that new book out that everyone's talking about um, i have read it Pucking around Yeah, have not read it, but apparently it's MMF, which, if you don't know what that means, it's male, male, female, which d- does mean that there are sword-crossing moments where the guys have mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. Difference is MMF means that the boys touch, because the M's are touching. MFM means that there's always a girl that separates them, and the guys don't ever interact that way together. So, pucking around is MMF.
0: Yes. There was another one that Laura just recommended to us. And it also the had. a Puck, Puck Secret. The, title. the Puck Secret. Yeah. I yeah. haven't read either of these. So this is completely. I mean, we have, we have no knowledge of these. So if they're bad, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> right. But Laura is like a well experienced sport romance reader in our friend group. And so for weirdo, her, yes. she recommended the Puck Secret. So. I'm going to say it's probably a good
0: one. Me too. All I know is that there is one scene where they play truth or dare. And I love that shit. So. um, (laughs)
1: Proximity in a closet.
0: (laughs) Not second, not seven seconds. Um, But yeah, no, I, I will probably be reading that one soon. Ish. I can't put two sports romances next to each other just because I'm not really that into them Mm -hmm. uh,
1: to begin with, but Honestly, I think hockey is probably going to be like my sport though. Like oh, I really like football to begin with. Basketball is fine, but like, again, not a fan of. So I think, I think hockey is a good one.
0: I read one about rock climbing and I hated every second of it. Was <laughs> rock like, climbing. I was like, wow, this is not written well. And also rock climbing. Indoor rock climbing, mind you, it's not no, like extreme sports. They're it's not like out on like
1: free climbing or whatever with like no ropes out on a cliffside. <laughs> You're literally
0: climbing a rock wall. No, I was okay. like,
1: okay, Um, okay. So I think that's honestly I could talk forever about this book, but I think that that's a good stopping point. I Agreed. think we covered a lot.
0: We- Basically did
1: nathan is ride or die and forever book boyfriend
0: forever i mean like if i had if i were a schoolgirl still and i had like a binder or a notebook, notebook. to write on i'd be writing nathan in hearts. and hearts Some people would be like who's nathan and i'd be like
1: somebody that's not real <laughs> no my boyfriend <laughs> my, my boyfriend he's really real he's, he's really imaginary real. oh my gosh so Ashlyn, do you want to talk about what book we're reading next? Oh, do I? Okay, so
0: buckle up Book bitches. Okay. So have you heard, have you heard about uh, the Praise book by Sarah Kate? Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not reading that one. Um, we're reading the highest bidder, which has recently come out in the past probably month or so, maybe two months. Um, this is the fifth book in the Salacious Players Club. Uh, series, and this is about a daddy dom,
1: <clears throat> daddy,
0: and a uh, I'm not really sure tbh if she's submissive, but a younger woman. Um, and if you know anything about Salacious Players Club, it is a BDSM club. Not necessarily just BDSM. It's just kind of like a sex kink.
1: Club. It's like a kink club,
0: a kink club where people go to get their their kinks on. Um, they have voyeurism, exhibitionism, BDSM in between. I mean, there's kind of a little bit of everything. So uh this is I'm very excited. The first one, praise, was a five out of five. I loved that one a lot, a lot. I the man okay, <laughs> Haley and I just took a real quick deep dive on the cover artist of uh Highest Better, and he is not American, and I'm a okay with that because I'm a ride or die for a um Accent and he looks really good. He looks he really, just like the cover. Really good. I happened to just be scrolling on the Goodreads and saw that he was also the cover artist of a book called Take My Daddy, I'll Take Yours by Jenica Snow. And Haley and I did our deep deep dive, and that is his body on the cover. It is not yes. a Photoshop, that is his body.
1: He's got TikToks of him working out. This cover TikToks. model.
0: Yeah. He's got TikToks. Uh, for those asking, his TikTok handle is W-A-P-E-P-A. I'm not even going to try and say it. W-A-P-E-P-A. Um, his Wander... Uh, uh, I'm going to say this wrong. I
1: feel bad. Aguire. Aguire. Aguirre. It almost looks um, like Aguilar, but it's Ag-
0: Aguirre. Sure. Uh, it's so he, yes, he is Hispanic. Um, so that's what we're reading next. And I am pumped. I've literally had to tell myself, Ashlyn, don't read it yet because you're going to forget it. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably going to start reading it as soon as we get off this podcast. And I will have to remind myself everything that
1: happens by the time we record it. And just so y'all know, The Highest Bitter is scheduled to come out on July 26th, so you have plenty of time, a full month, to read it before we actually release the podcast. And you know, this is a standalone, even though it is part of a book series, and like Ashlyn said, we thoroughly enjoyed Praise. Praise is the very first book, and let me just tell you, if you didn't think that you had a Praise kink, you probably have one. We have well. one, I didn't think I did, and now I do. Um, oh my gosh, the second one I could uh, I could leave it, you know, whatever. I have not read the third or the fourth, so I'm just going straight into the fifth book. Same, and for the record, for those who are
0: curious as to why we picked this book, first off, it's phenomenal. Uh, I mean, the whole series, secondly, it has out of over 20,000 ratings, it has a four point one wow. so it's not i mean it's not a five-star book uh according to a lot of people but if you read the reviews it's <laughs> worth it yeah i would also recommend you probably come to this read a horny bitch because i think i think it's probably going to be a
1: four or five on the spice scale either have your partner ready or your inanimate object partner ready <laughs> yes yes um
0: all right. Well, Haley, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. What was something good
1: that happened this month? Um, we got our Etsy cups that we spent we all that did. money on. And oh, my, oh my gosh. So if you didn't listen to the last episode, Ashley and I both bought these uh, laser engraved Stanley cups from this Etsy shop. And I definitely linked her in the last episode in case anyone wanted to go look at the cups. They were a pretty penny. But let me tell you. A pretty penny. They are beautiful cups. I use mine every day. I take it everywhere with me. I have people comment on it. I went to get my hair done. And my hairstylist was like, oh my god, your cup is so nice. Did you do that design yourself? I said, no, that is laser etched. And she was like, what? (laughs) Right? People are like, is that a sticker? I'm like, ain't no sticker, bitch.
0: This is also, I would like to point out that neither Haley nor I are wealthy in any means. Right. Go and look at the cup and you're like, I can't believe they spent that much money on it. Just know that we don't, we don't treat ourselves all that often. And this was... It was spin. a treat. Yeah. It was a treat, okay? <laughs> so you're going to be like, I can't believe they spent that much money on a cup. And now I'm not going to tell you how much it is because I want you to go look at the store. But uh, I think we definitely mentioned it last episode. Well, if you forgot, we're not mentioning it again.
1: You so. can go look at her Etsy shop. It's um linked in our last uh, podcast. But yes, it was great. I gave her five-star review. It was wonderful. She was so commu- communicative. <laughs> And wonderful, very responsive. So, yeah, it's good for her. I will give her that money for that cup.
0: <laughs> right. And she does spend two hours per cup. So, it's not like the money's not justified. Right. Um, plus, the cup itself costs money. So,
1: yeah. um, And plus- this, sorry, this Saturday, just so you know, I'm going to Michigan to see Matt's oh. family. Yeah. And we are going for the Cherry Festival and all the fun stuff in Mackinac Island. I'm so excited because by the time I get back... You know, then I'll actually read *High Spitter*, or I might take *High Spitter* on the plane with me. I can't
0: lie to you; I'm really jealous that you're going to Mackinac Island. I saw a TikTok about it
1: the other day, oh, and what?
0: I started looking up all things. To, uh, by the way, they have almost nothing for sale. Um, if they do, it's in the millions, uh, and oh, yeah. they don't have many Airbnbs either. Only no, in very specific, yeah, very specific points of the island um so i want to know all about your experience Oh yeah, there's
1: no cars if they mentioned that
0: no you they did they were car. like where you ride a horse exactly <laughs> they yeah or you come in via a private plane because it's not a commercial runway um no we're you still at can't a hotel. take a car after that you have to take a horse-drawn buggy slash taxi yeah.
1: we're taking we have to leave the car parked and take a ferry over yeah yeah so I'm very excited for you I will send you all the pictures I'm really excited for this trip I've never been to Michigan
0: I haven't either that's one of the one of the few states I haven't been to so Ashlyn
1: you tell me what was good um
0: honestly not a lot um more so excited for our upcoming Choctaw
1: trip um how could I forget about that
0: because I it's not happening this month. It's happening next month, but still excited for it because I wasn't able to go on this most recent trip due to my father's health. um, And I am really ready. Uh, Love him to pieces. Absolutely would not have. uh, I don't regret not going. I would have rather been here, but I desperately need a break from work and life here at home. So I am very excited to go just Three hours north of us to good old Choctaw and spend no money because
1: I am not a gambler. So, Choctaw, for those not from Texas, is actually in Oklahoma because Texas does not allow gambling. Um, so, gambling or Texas is a no gambling state. So, you just drive a little two, three hours up to Oklahoma and there is a casino right past the border called Choctaw. Casino and resort, hence why why we're going. (laughs) We are going for the food and the pool and the amenities because it's a really nice resort. And we probably will not go to the casino whatsoever. But it's just going to be a girl's trip, Ashlyn and me. Ashlyn's going to leave her dog at my house. Like Matt's going to have both the dogs. We're just going to go on this girl's trip, eat a bunch of food, read a bunch of books by the pool and relax.
0: Yes, I could not be more excited about that yeah so yeah um i think that kind of wraps it up so as a reminder next book club if we haven't said it enough it's the highest bidder by sarah kate Mm -hmm. kate with a c um sarah with no h uh (laughs) did you know by the way it's sarah engel's birthday
1: today yes i already wish her happy birthday okay i need to do that um (laughs)
0: <laughs> Anywho's, uh
1: i think that about wraps it up any last remaining thoughts or queries no, just you know we try to stay up to date with the most popular books at the at the moment but if there's something that you've heard like really good things about or you want covered on the podcast please reach out to us we are on all social medias bookaholics podcast we even have the gmail account bookaholics at gmail.com so let us know if there is an up and coming book, or if you are an author and you want to like give us an like an update that you have a book coming out that you think fits what we read. You know, I'm all for that. I'm I'm an arc reader for several authors. Uh, I actually have one right now. I'm supposed to be re- reading and <laughs> reviewing. So yeah. yeah, just hit us up on social media. Let us know what you want to what you want to read next, or what's a hot topic that you've seen on book talk or anything online.
0: Absolutely. And everybody else, have a superb rest of your June and a great
1: July. Yeah. Happy 4th. We are happy close to fourth, Independence y'all. Day. All, All right. right. Bye, Bye. everyone.